0: Hey, guys, if you enjoy this episode, please support our podcast by going to talkmurder.com slash join and becoming a Taco Supremo. Thought experiment. How many days could you go without any food whatsoever? Nada. Zip. Nothing but the good old taste of this planet's blue water. No lemon, of course. Fasting has been around for eons, from shamans to prophets to health nuts today. The restriction of food has always been a part of human history and culture. An English proverb once said, He who eats until he is sick must fast until he is well. Plato, fasted for greater physical and mental efficiency, and even Benjamin Franklin once said, to lengthen thy life, lessen thy meals. Okay, so maybe all these gurus are on to something. But when does fasting go from healthy to health hazard? In this story, I'll explore that question by meeting one doctor who's fasting for life quickly turn to fasting for murder
1: welcome back to talk murder to me happy taco tuesday everybody
2: it is only a few days away from our columbia show at swamp cabbage brewery um, they are doing a uh,
1: a beer for us. Are they? Um, I, don't, I don't think they're brewing something different, but they are um, customizing the menu a little bit, mm-hmm. making it fun for us. We've got some really cool stuff that we're going to do at the show. There's uh, trivia. We do a lot of giveaways. We spend a lot of money on the people who come. So if you haven't gotten your tickets, we are in the teens as of right now in um, number of tickets left so pick them up if you haven't all right let's take a sip of this pink fluffy drink it looks good it is good
2: but it got watered down pretty fast that's okay so this is the raspberry hazard it's essentially a raspberry margarita but yeah it's delicious it is good a little hint of lime mm. but you
1: can't really taste it that's okay and there were so you chose Hazard to use as your hint for the evening, Jen, although it was a very long hint. Yes. From from John PD on Facebook. Ugh, Mondays. Oh, well, at least TM2M gets to record tonight. Oh, I almost forgot. But this year, my goal is to lose some weight. So people would say ooh la la. Just a few inches should be enough, although I must be careful since many diets have hazards and, of course, I don't want to look like skin and bones. caps. I hear the broth diet not only works but also rids the body of poisons. Who's with me? Comment below. Motivated John wait what is the broth diet you just drink broth all day yeah i mean i can do that oh i think that'd be terrible i feel like i could do it for a day and then i'd be like i am dying yeah i felt i feel that way about juice diets too like i feel like i could do it for a couple days or like smoothie diets i feel like i could do it for like three days and then i'd be like okay i'm done (sighs)
0: all right where are we going who are we killing
1: well, I didn't. Uh, so I started looking at the comments and then I saw a couple of people start guessing things. So I was like, oh, I feel like people people got this one. But so um, but I don't know the story. they were throwing out names. So I think in this story, there is like a doctor dietitian, like guru type thing, you know, like they're like a spokesperson for a fad diet and they're Broad, like supporting the bone broth diet or whatever that fa- ch- fat is. That's
0: really huge right now.
1: And actually. they you accidentally that good. kill a bunch of people. I do make good, well, I make like a really good chicken soup too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Your chicken soup is the best.
0: But the bone like broth is healthy.
1: It yeah. is very, like chicken soup is, can be very healthy depending on what you put in it. Mm. And I use the real, take the chicken bones
2: and really. Get that bone broth. I might, that have to, I might have to buy some supplies and ask you to make some for me. Yeah. I think we're going to France. And mm. I think that um, this is an older story. Kind of similar to Nicole's I guess like with a like a doctor maybe poisons their patients and like patients that go to, to a specific doctor um, and they get poisoned instead. Oh. Kind of similar to the Deacon of Death or the the um Angela whatever
1: her So instead of so mine like they're kind of willingly following this diet and they just die, but in yours like the doctor's poisoning them instead. Yeah. Gotcha. Are we anywhere warm, John?
0: Uh I didn't really listen, sorry. <laughs> I was I didn't Tell
1: listen. us later if we were it's warm. Fine.
0: So uh, congratulations to Rose and Lauren. You guys both hit it right on the head. Very good job. And um, Ro- Rose says she used to live near where this happened, oh. but the property now is private. Hmm. So she actually never went to visit, but she did read the bro- book that I read so a few years ago. And then Lauren said, um, mm, I can't tell you what she said because it gives a story away. Uh, <laughs> I, I read about this when I was, Reading about healthatoriums. I don't know what that is. After listening to the podcast about the cereal companies. Yeah, hmm. huh. you know, if you like um, Lauren, if you like um, the cereal companies, there's a book called uh, Salt, Sugar, Fat mm-hmm. that talks all about Kellogg and stuff like that. It's really, really interesting. Yeah. It's actually how to get
1: people to buy.
0: Yeah, it's actually really fucked up and make you pretty sick. But um, yeah, you should check that out, but very good guys. Both of you guys get the surprise shot tonight. This is dedicated to you guys,
1: sweet. And before we do that, we also have a taco supremo to welcome. Woo! Uh,
0: JL,
1: oh, that's how you pronounce it, is
0: it? I don't wow. know.
1: Wow, I was that thinking right? that, I think you're right, JL. J- or I, J-L? I, can't, I J-L? can only
0: say it once. Well, that was way, ba- I was just way off. She's from Orlando. Now, hey, you know, we're gonna be there soon. We yeah. think. But well, not only that, but we've been watching a lot of Live PD, and they're always down in Orlando. Are they? Somewhere around Orlando, Tallahassee, maybe.
1: Yeah, 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 Tallahassee. But, oh, there is somewhere not, else in
0: Florida. All though. them swamp people but I don't down know if it's there.
1: In <laughs> yeah, you see
0: some crazy shit. Yeah. Although
2: I will say, South Carolina is on that a lot. Yeah, and now yeah. they're gonna start with Somerville PD. Is gonna be on. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
0: So, mm-hmm. thank you so much, uh, JL. JL, for becoming a TALGOS Primo. And we're sending your swag out for you, TALGOS Primos, that joined in 2020. We're sending you the shirt. And if you are a current Togos Primo from 2019, you can buy them at rock bottom prices.
1: Because we love you.
0: Mm-hmm. Basically, at wholesale costs. That's it. So, just contact Nicole on how to get those.
1: That's right. I've got most of the sizes down
0: at nicole.pornhub.com. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know what you did, Jen. What did I do? I know. I'm not even going to smell it because it's going to give it away. But I think you gave us tequila because we're
2: already drinking tequila. That does sound like something <laughs> I would do, doesn't it? <laughs> surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise.
0: Big shout out to Tyler. I just, I was on Facebook um, shouting out the new Supremo and you just sent us a message. So you get a shout out just because of the timing.
2: Cheers. Cheers.
0: It's fruit loop vodka.
2: Mm.
0: I don't even have to drink it.
2: You tricked
1: me, Jen. I mean, it wasn't as bad as the tequila, but it does.
0: The fruit loop vodka? How's that bad?
1: It tastes like lemon pledge to me.
2: Oh, yeah, I can see that. But it also tastes like Not that I've ingested lemon pledge before. (laughs) Don't know how I would know that. But But I can see that, though. That actually
1: wasn't bad, though. I remember us not loving it the first time we did it. Yeah.
0: All right, Nicole. So I'm going to tell you a... I'm probably going to give it away really quick. (laughs) See how good your geography is.
1: Okay. Let's do this.
0: Okay, this state... Insect is a dragonfly. Ooh.
2: State insect. I didn't even know that 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 was a thing. Me neither. What is the state insect of South Carolina? Probably the palmetto bug, I would assume. Oh, that's
1: a good guess, yeah.
0: Carl Sagan is also from this state, and also Jimi Hendrix and Bill Gates calls this home.
1: Oh, I know. Washington State.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Bill Gates really gave it away.
0: All right, Kurt Cobain and Bob Barker is also from the state, so we're going Bob to. Verse is
2: wrong, bitch.
0: <laughs> All right, we're going to Ulla Washington.
2: Oh, the shit! That's a town.
0: Mm-hmm. It's right by Puget Sound. Oh, it's what a, a fucking very... awesome
2: name of a town! Puget Sound is supposed to be really beautiful.
0: Okay, here is the Ulla uh, Community Club. <laughs> right there for you guys.
1: Wait, is it actually pronounced Ulala or is it Olala?
0: Um, it's Olala, but everyone oh. calls it Ulala.
1: I would too. That's fucking awesome. Because
0: uh, I mean I watched videos of people from there and they were calling it that. So
1: it's actually cooler than where we are, which is Mount Pleasant. That's way cooler. Mount what? Pleasant just sounds boring in comparison.
0: Okay, Ulala is a very small quote unincorporated community Mm. in kitsap county washington so right by uh puget sound right by pierce county which we've done plenty of stories from there it seems like
1: Mm. oh yeah lots of serial killers up in that woods
0: ulala's name is the uh salashan and chinook jargon word for berry Mm. are berries usually so all right i was looking up a little bit of history of ulala right and the settlers that – the uh, Europeans that found this, right, mm-hmm. as soon as they moved in, there was a uh, Native American, just like all the towns are named after Native Americans, mm-hmm. really. He goes up and this Indian yells something at him, and it was something with ooh-la-la in it. What, the, what he was trying to say is, are you picking berries? But the settler took it for – that's the name of the town. He thought he was saying, welcome to – Ulala, instead of are you picking berries? Hmm. So that's how that fun fact, how Ulala wow. has got its name. Quite quite the different phrase.
2: Yeah, but that's really cool words. Well, I mean, story. I mean, if you're a European
0: yeah. uh, that has never, I mean, as soon as we started settling in here, I mean, it's a completely different language, yeah. not even close to yeah. anything. So, you know. But that name stuck, and that's where this small little city. I actually would love to live here. It's very small and very quaint. Hmm. It, it, like I said, it's unincorporated. just no, sounds
1: really nice, Nicole.
0: No big. It is.
1: Uh, pr- I mean, it's very pretty out there. My sister used to live out in um, Woodby, and it's beautiful. It's just n- not the beach.
0: Nicole, please Winters describe. Winters are, are tough up there. Yeah. Please describe these <clears throat> ladies right here.
2: Um, I'm not really sure how to describe the the 1800s (laughs) versions of the of Diana Ross and the Supremes. Just these two.
0: (laughs) They're white. Just these two on the left hand side.
1: Oh, those are the Supremes, and the other one's Diana Ross. Yeah,
0: clearly.
1: Okay. So they're wearing like a super long, almost like kimonos, but they're floor length, all the way to the arms, up all the way up high in the neck. And their hair is all up in, like, these old-fashioned 1800s
0: Okay, let me ask you something.
1: And they all be white bitches.
0: Okay, which one of these ladies is rich, like, beyond... I mean, which one of these ladies are wealthy?
2: Uh, Um, I think they all are. uh, But are you asking me to pick one?
0: No, they're not all wealthy.
2: The middle. I think the one that's smirking... Although the middle one, she has her arm around the mm-hmm. other lady. That's a power move. Exactly. She's expressing her dominance. But then, like, the she's got her legs, arms around
0: her boobs. She's,
1: no, she's no, got she her not. arms wrapped around them, and she's got to be in the middle. Okay,
0: all right, whatever. Th- these two ladies right here are sisters, and this is of no relation. They don't even know each other. Oh. So these two right here are who we're talking about tonight. Claire Williamson is in the middle, and Dorothy Williamson is... Right here on the left, go talkmore.com to see these beautiful ladies and out.
2: (laughs) Hey, for the 1800s, they're not bad. 1800s,
0: (laughs) 1911.
2: Oh, okay. Whatever. Close enough.
0: Okay, so one of those two ladies I showed you is going to die.
1: We do expect someone dies in this podcast.
0: Perhaps both. (laughs) I'm going to do an episode when no one dies Oh, that'll just like, with us. <laughs> <sighs>
1: uh, we have done pe- stories where people haven't died. Actually, Jamie Kloss she technically that's right, died.
0: Yeah, but her parents got shot by oh, shotguns. Shit. Yeah, they did. Somebody's so thanks for die. bringing that up.
2: Yeah. I right. she's, she's doing okay.
0: you I don't care if she's doing okay. I do. I, right? I, I actually thought
2: about sh- her the other day. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah, okay.
2: I did because I, I, was, yeah, I care I'm really her happy with
0: you guys like, making a podcast well, listen, about her. <laughs> listen, you, right you know,
2: now. I was driving on my way to work and there was... Um,
0: That's the last thing she wants is a po- another podcast with her story in it. Dora, Dorothy, and Claire—they're sisters. Now, let me tell you a little bit about these two. Wait,
1: I thought you said the third. Per- so th- they—they're three
0: sisters, but that's no, 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 no. two, two sisters. There's two sisters. The other one in that picture I showed you—okay, just grouped in with all of them. They don't actually no, know each other. Dorothy two, goes by Dora. Dorothy. Oh, yeah. Dorothy, Dora, same thing.
1: <laughs> well, you said Dor- Dora, 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 Dorothy, Dora, and the Claire. The same shit. And I thought, sorry.
0: All right, Dorothy. I'm gonna call her Dora. I'm gonna call her Dora from now on. Dora and Claire, their sisters. They're actually from British, not nobility, but British wealth. Their father had amassed an enormous estate, hmm. right? Their mother dies, then the father dies, and there was really no um, plan to continue the the profit gathering or whatever you want to call it. So the estate was handed down to these two ladies. Hmm. So they are extremely rich both of them and they're both very young. I mean they're coming on 30s when when you saw that picture. So a little a little bit about these two sisters so they have this estate and they're from what I know about them from what I read they're very um they're very secretive with their quote business activities. Ah. So basically in a nutshell these two rich 30 somethings, 29 and a half somethings are traveling the world. Now, Claire is the older sister, Dora is the youngest. Mm-hmm. They're traveling the world from Australia uh, to like Italy, all these places. Basically, everywhere they go, they're stopping and getting a full spa treatment. Like that's how they travel oh, the world. Oh my God,
2: must be nice. Wow. I really need to massage so bad. I mean, they're Same.
0: Mm-hmm. and their uncle and uh, relatives in inter- intermediate family would always ask them about you know what they're doing because now they got this huge estate and they really don't know what to do with it
1: like how's the business
0: how's the business exactly
1: what are you doing to keep so up they, the estate exactly because estates are very expensive to
0: run exactly so and what they would say and some of this is true but they would just be like we're just we're furthering our father's legacy and his business. We're buying properties in Italy and properties in France.
2: Uh, I was just going to ask, like, how one runs an estate. Like, doesn't it just doesn't the money just stay in a like a fund? I don't actually know. No, I No, not know. it's
0: not a state like a big mansion. A state like a wealth. That's the, what I'm the, saying. The yeah, oh, I thought
1: you meant. I thought you meant like the houses like Downton Abbey.
0: No, oh. no, 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 no. I mean like a vehicle for wealth, kind of. You know, uh, so yeah, like yeah. a
2: trust fund type of thing.
0: Yeah, like I mean, how yeah, do you keep it, it, it growing? It, so I, I mean, estate, estate now means kind of different, but so estate like affairs, back then means
2: business affairs.
0: Business no estate back then means like a, a vehicle for wealth, like a fund and
2: gotcha. You know, I was a, taking a whole portfolio, it
0: very, if you will. I
2: was thinking it very
1: literally and thinking about Downton Abbey.
0: I mean, they do have a big mansion. Yeah, they they do in Britain, yeah. but, and, those and they are also very have expensive. property in France and Italy, and, and they were basically traveling around. So like when their family was like you know, what are you guys doing? They were really secretive. Oh, we're furthering our father's business. You know, we're expanding and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Buying properties, this, that, and the other. In reality, they kind of were doing that, but mostly they were just going traveling and getting spa treatments. So
2: they were just like spending the money instead of investing They were spending
0: it. a lot more money than they were... Making. Sh- Supposedly well, they, making yeah. in their return. Exactly. So, and that's, gonna, that's not really a huge part of the story, but it kind of is because... And... I know you guys don't really know what it's like to be rich, but let me try to explain Definitely it. Definitely not. I'm going to try to explain it the best way.
1: <laughs> because John y'all. was rich for a one period. For y'all, for y'all paup-
0: paupers out there, I'm going to try to explain it. When John
1: lived there. in a hotel. <laughs> yeah. Hey,
2: I lived in a hotel. No, no, no. John, like, lived in a hotel. I paid like I paid $300 a week because I stayed at the ghetto-ass in-town suites on Ashley Phosphate Road. All right. That's so. right. I got some street cred. <laughs>
0: I've been told. So here's how rich people work. All right, we get sick like today. (laughs) No, for for instance, he's saying
1: he's like one of them. (laughs) No, no,
0: (laughs) no. Let me let me start over. All
2: right, where (laughs) where is that money? at? Y'all normal
0: people out there. Excuse me. Okay, y'all go through average. Y'all have regular ailments, right? Your knee hurts. My you back know, hurts,
1: my neck hurts. Boob
0: problems. I do
2: have boob problems. You got
0: freaking, your butthole is loose okay, or well, whatever. Okay, <laughs> whatever.
2: Nope. Not, that's not a like, problem for me.
0: You know, ovary problems or you know, I'm just coming to the first thing that's no, coming to my mind. I actually
2: do have ovary problems.
0: Um, your hair is falling out. You're growing hair on your butthole, but not on your head. Like all these problems that y'all have every day. Okay, <laughs> I try to comment on
1: every
2: single one. Yeah, same. But I trust you, you, you lost me there. I'm gonna need some more margarita pretty soon. Oh. Yeah, same.
0: Y'all look like y'all have a tail, a ponytail hanging out. Oh my god.
2: Ew, no! Oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. One time. It's so when y'all run, down. it looks like you're you, flying. You guys, you guys know.
0: All right, so what I'm trying to say, and I didn't really say it right, is all the problems y'all have, like growing ponytails and stuff like that. <laughs> y'all live with that, okay? But what as you mean? soon as a rich person has anything like their back hurts for one day, or they have a cold, it's like the end of the damn world. Sounds like a man, and cold. they think their their body is decomposing right there so mm-hmm. they're gonna go get the most expensive treatment even like for a stupid shit like a cold or a headache or you know uh, a uterus they go to a doctor. Is misaligned
2: they go to a doctor right away and get a fix
0: well not only a doctor but they, I feel they like get the misaligned most expensive
2: uterus is actually a legitimate problem though what
0: These girls, they had these ailments that normal people have every fucking day. They both had some problems, but as the more I read about it, they were common problems. But if you're rich and you're wealthy and everything's supposed to be perfect and great and grand and riding on ponies, then these problems are exacerbated, right? So this is one of the problems that Claire Williamson, the older sister, had. Now, keep in mind, this really isn't a huge problem. She just blew it out of proportion.
1: Claire Williamson imagined her uterus dragged like a dead dog on a leash, pressing on her spine and inflaming the tissues. It had been that way on and off since she was 27.
2: I don't know if that's a simple problem. That sounds painful. But also, she imagined her uterus. It sounds like maybe she just had some bad cramps. Did they even know what uteruses were back then? Like... I guess I had some
1: idea. The way the old family doctor described it to me was that if she had been a working woman, he could have fixed some little applic- he could have fixed some little appliance that would enable her to, do- to work in an ordinary way. He said thousands of women go around in that way, but as she had the means and was not obliged to work, he recommended her to keep quiet and let her assert herself. She used to lie down a great deal, but she was not suffering.
0: Yeah, so I'm going back. Dora, she had, quote, acute arthritis in her knees. So basically what we all deal with. And a London uh, osteopath told her that her uterus dropped back on her spine and her ovaries were badly inflamed. Mm, well, Claire, Claire also had uterus problems.
2: Were they planning on having kids? It sounded like they had an empire to run.
1: Like. There they were got spinster-
2: no time there were for that. Spinsters, they were in their 30s back then. Yeah.
0: The osteopath actually told her this is what you do to relieve the pain. You take a wad of cl- wad of cotton batting. You soak it in boric acid and glycerin and you insert it into your vagina. What? For 24 hours, three times per week. And that um, will relieve congestion. And it didn't work.
2: I don't know about that. <laughs> She also, Sounds
0: intense. She also surf, suffered... Dora also suffered from nervous exhaustion as a child, which led to, quote, morbid cravings for food. But you saw her. Morbid cravings for food, exhaustion. I have it's morbid being morbid fucking cravings. rich. You ain't got nothing to do but sit around. That's a fucking life. Well-lived. Not exhausted. <laughs> Holy shit. Cheers Holy as
1: we go to high up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What the fuck? They actually, the sisters had planned to set sail for London on May 18th, 1911, and they actually ended up in Seattle, which we're about to talk about. And they were basically traveling the world, spending daddy's money. Quote, and their family would always ask them about them, and they would say, quote, private matters concerning father's estate are taking us away on business. But overall, they were both in really good health.
2: That's such a political statement. Yeah.
0: Okay, so they heard of this miracle treatment. Uh, oh. Okay. Do tell. And this was all in the papers. There was this doctor, she was in Seattle. Now they're they're in Britain. Okay. So they're gonna have to make the trip all the way to Seattle if they want to get this treatment for their uterus. Uh, and, it's
2: a long way away. How in did that in make nineteen eleven. How did that make that all the way from the from America to the British papers? That's a good question. The moral of the story is fads spread. Yeah, well, like those muscle contracting machines that I'm going to buy, so it'll help me. Oh talk. my god, <laughs> I see ads for them all the freaking time.
1: <laughs> Same, and they're uh, like, ha, ha,
2: ha, I'm like, oh, maybe. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, like, kind of want I'm to try this.
0: <laughs> that doesn't work. All right, so this, but they make you think it does. Yeah, right. This this book changed everything. It's like that book, The Secret. <laughs> the Secret is real, okay? No, okay. it's not fucking real because I wanted a red bicycle and those assholes brought me a blue bicycle. Oh, no. <laughs> you remember that kid, like, getting a red yeah. bicycle? Yeah, yeah, I just did. thought about this yesterday. I'm the, like,
1: of, fucking kidding there, there is something really interesting. One of the main guys who was on The Secret got in tr- trouble, um, like, he accidentally killed Three people in a sweat lodge and it's on it's on a yeah. Netflix documentary. It's really interesting. Because Whoa. here's the
0: secret, it's fucking fake. <laughs> so don't believe well, that shit.
1: I believe in positive positive, positive, thinking, positive thoughts yeah. impact your
0: I believe in that too. Your mental space. Yeah. Well, that's
2: positive psychology too. However, but you can't you dream of shit to having a million
0: dollars and then. No, you don't dream
2: it, it. You have to speak it out into well, the universe. Well, that's stupid.
0: It, if you believe that, but then, then
2: you have to go work for it. it doesn't all right, it doesn't
0: all right. Anyway, this miracle cure came out, and I definitely want to try it. Nicole, what read that for us?
1: Fasting. For the cure of disease.
2: Oh, kind of like intermittent fasting now. I know. This is a legitimate fad right now.
0: Yeah, it is. And so intermittent fasting is basically you you go 12 hours without eating. And then I think it's, well, no, actually you go eight hours. You can only eat in an eight hour period during the day.
1: We so, were doing this for a short period of time. Did it work? So
0: you would wake up, you don't eat breakfast, you eat your first meal at 2 p.m., and then you stop eating like at 8 or I mean, something I, like that.
1: I kind of do this I, generally I, because here's why I it don't works. eat breakfast.
0: Yeah, okay. here's why it works. And I think that actually does work because um, your body goes through the whole day of burning ca- carbohydrates and sugar. And that only... Can you go into ketosis? Yeah, so that only takes like 12 hours. So if you surpass that, your body has to burn something else, and the next available thing is... Fat. Fat, right? Body fat. So that's why that works. But basically, fasting is bullshit. That's just killing yourself. Because in your body starts. I don't know. Eating According muscles. to my
1: meme, that's how Ted Bundy lost twenty five pounds in six days. Right.
0: Well, he lost that shit so he can like slip out of the jail. I don't know, cell. but I'm just
2: saying that was the perfect timing of when he I had that. It, he spoke it story. into the universe that he's like, "I'm going to lose enough weight to get out of here."
0: He and... was also doing uh like squat thrust so he can land his fifteen <laughs> foot drop out of the courthouse. Squat thrusts are no joke. So this came out fasting for the cure of disease. Now the story I'm telling you about tonight is a doctor her name is Dr. Linda Hazard. Now I couldn't actually fan I couldn't actually find where she uh, received her medical degree because I'm pretty sure it was just fake. So she's in the process of building this huge hospital and she lives in La, Washington. So they decide they they read the book, well I think they read like a page or two and they just bought into it cuz this is a very popular book. And I want to I wanna, want you want to keep in mind that this is a very controversial cure at the time. She's actually licensed in Washington to practice this. So here's basically what it, what happens. You go and see Dr. Linda, Linda Hazard and you don't eat for fucking 40 days. Okay, 40 days. days. This isn't uh, That's
2: some Jesus shit. This yeah. is you no. Know, if you read her I bet book. that was symbolic.
0: I'm putting her book on talkmore.com, the PDF version of the actual Disclaimer,
1: books. do not follow this diet. Oh yeah, uh no, probably I bet not. bet you I could do it. There was actually something on I remember we started watching it on like Amazon Prime and it was somebody who tried not to eat for 40 days. Yeah, and it was fake. And we stopped watching it because we were like, yeah, it's, it's
0: fake. He went 20 days and he's like the same way. He's like, I'm drinking water. It's like Jesus did. I'm like, dude, this is not even real. <laughs> like, why are we watching this? I'll put those books on com if you want to read them. They're very interesting. We're going to be reading some kind of the quotes from the books tonight. But there were some patients that have already, how do you want to say, met their demise with this cure. Ah, uh, You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They died. <laughs> <Okay.
1: clears throat> from starvation.
0: <laughs> from starvation, yeah. Okay. But, um... The Williamson sisters. I mean, they just wanted the best of the best. And she, at the time, was like John Ax, Doctor Ax, or Doctor oh, Oz. Yeah, one of those miracle doctors. You know, mm-hmm. the Doctor Oz and stuff. He's like Garcinia will make you lose three thousand pounds in two weeks. Yeah, type I of tried that,
2: didn't work. <laughs> but no, you got to
0: keep in mind, Dora and Claire weren't going to lose weight. You saw the picture of them. Do they look big to you? No, no they look average. And this they is were a, skinny. Yeah, skinny. So they wanted to lose a little weight, and they were self-conscious about the little bit of weight they had. Oh,
2: poor me. I have to lose five pounds so that I can spend my millions of dollars for Mm -hmm. an even richer man than what I can get right now.
0: What they really wanted was ultimate health, and they did have these sicknesses like their uterus and stuff like that, but fuck, they were fine, okay? They were fucking fine. It was in their head. I, I didn't do a good job explaining it, but rich people... They want, like, everything to be grandiose all the fucking time. If they have one problem, if, like, they, like, stub their toe, then that's, like, the end of the fucking world. So they want to get the best treatment for that stubbed toe. It's fucking ridiculous. Anyway.
2: You know, there's nothing worse than stubbing your toe first thing in the morning. Mm.
0: All right. So they go to Seattle, Washington. Now, they actually start the treatment. They started the treatment on February 26th, 1911. Now, this is the first problem. Okay, keep in mind, they're very, very wealthy. And even though they don't bring a suitcase filled with $1 bills crumpled up, people can tell they're fucking wealthy. And their family's been bugging them about, you better be not spending all that money and all this stuff. So what do they do? They don't even tell their fucking family they're going to see this quack doctor right that's going to cure them Mm -hmm. of everything and make them live forever claire wrote a letter to dr hazard on february 7th 1911 now they were in correspondence back and forth and i want to point out the whole time she's never gave her like a um a questionnaire or even done an exam or anything you -hmm. know she just was like yeah come on You know, I haven't got the sanitarium built yet, you know, my offices, but we'll put you in this nice little apartment and we can start the program today. All right. So this is what the last letter that she sent to Dr. Hazard before they started.
1: Claire tried to explain her position in a letter to the doctor written on February 7th, 1911. Unfortunately, we cannot tell them we are going to stop in Seattle to do a fast as already they disapprove of our way of living. In fact, we are not mentioning it to anyone. Mm.
0: Okay, so being the holder of such great wealth and not telling people where you're going, you know what I'm saying, is the first no-no.
2: It's interesting because, I mean, I guess today celebrities, I mean, privacy is a huge thing with celebrities, but I'm sure they have at least one person who knows like where they are at all times because yeah. of things like this.
0: All right. So before we actually get started with the girls treatments, I want to go over one of the other patients who actually died about the time that they arrived. Okay. Mm. so um, this is kind of long, but if you want to read this, Nicole, this is the journal entries of one Earl Erdman. Now, he went there to lose weight and the whole time is about two month period. He journaled everything.
1: February 1st, saw Dr. Hazard and began treatment this date. No breakfast, mashed soup dinner, mashed soup supper. February 5th through 7th, one orange breakfast, mashed soup dinner, mashed soup supper. February 8th, one orange breakfast, mashed soup dinner, mashed soup supper. February 9th through 11th, one orange breakfast, strained soup dinner, strained soup supper.
0: Now, strained means... Broth. Did the broth. So you basically, if she's doing tomato soup, she'll take maybe three or four tomatoes, crush them up, boil them, and then strain them. So you don't actually get the tomatoes, you just get the broth. And she actually, uh, as you'll see, would double strain Oh, to so get it's just just like less water. of the nutrients out. So,
2: like, what is mashed soup? Is that like vegetables that are just crushed up in the in the soup? Like what? Or is it like, like mashed peas? I would guess. I like pea soup. Pea soup is really good.
1: February twelfth, one orange breakfast, one orange dinner, one orange supper. February thirteenth, two orange breakfast, no dinner, no supper. Mm. February fourteenth, one cup of strained tomato broth at six p.m. February fifteenth. One cup hot strained tomato soup night and morning. February 16th, one cup hot strained soup a.m. and p.m. Slept better last night. Head quite dizzy. Eyes yellow streaked and red. Ooh. All right, so
0: wait, stop right there. So what? this is 16 days. You think you could do that?
1: No. Oh no, fuck no! But I mean, it, but you had right me there till like
0: said, day three. Right there, he said, "Slept better last night."
1: But it's interesting; he didn't talk about how he was feeling at all until he until here. Yeah, only what he ate. Yep. February seventeenth, ate three oranges today. February nineteenth, called doctor S- called Doctor Donson today at his home. Slept well Saturday night. February 20th, ate strained juice of two small oranges at 10 a.m. Dizzy all day, ate strained juice of two small oranges at 5 p.m. February 21st, ate one cup settled and strained tomato broth. Backache today, just below the ribs. February 22nd, ate juice of two small oranges at 10 a.m. Backache today, in right side, just below the ribs. February 23rd, slept but little last night, ate two small oranges at 9 a.m., went after milk and felt very bad, ate two small oranges, 6 p.m. February 24th, slept better Wednesday night, kind of frontal headache in the a.m., ate two small oranges, 10 a.m., ate one and a half cups hot tomato soup at 6 p.m., heart hit up to 95 a minute and sweat considerable. February twenty fifth, slept pretty well Thursday night. Ate one and a half cups of tomato broths eleven AM. Ate one and a half cups tomato broth six PM. Pain in right below ribs. February twenty sixth did not eat so well ver did not eat so well Friday night. Pain in right side just below the ribs and back. Pain quit in night. Ate one and a half cups tomato broth at 1045 a.m. Ate two and a half pump small oranges at 430 p.m. Felt better afternoon than for last week.
0: Okay, so that's when it stops. He was actually hospitalized on March 28th. Now, the reason it stops is because, as you'll see, when you don't eat anything, you don't have any energy to fucking write. And your handwriting is sloppier and sloppier and sloppier. It's just like that movie we watched with the apples. Yep. That's a really good movie. Exactly if you guys what I was yeah, go to what Netflix movie? and watch, it's called, um, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a it's a true story about this.
1: Documentary. It's
0: a documentary about this uh, woman that. Um, Had
1: a mental illness.
0: Mil- mental illness. She was, into a, she was in a mental hospital and she escaped and she went into this abandoned house. So she journals everything up until the day that she passes Um but it's amazing. You should definitely watch mm-hmm. it. It's a tearjerker. You'll love it.
2: Oh, that does sound like something I'd enjoy.
0: You'll watch it and, and it make you feel a lot, not feel better, but it make you feel good that whoever made the documentary went to that such a link to, you know, kind of story. memorialize yeah. it for her. February 27th, 1911 is a first day for Claire and her sister. Now, Claire is kind of the protector. She's the older sister. And Dora is kind of the, you know, the... One that needs to be taken care of all the Hmm. time. Okay. Her office was actually in the Northern Bank and Trust building. So this huge building is still standing today because at the time she didn't have her own sanitarium. Now, that was her dream. Dr. Hazard's dream is to build her own huge sanitarium with 100 beds and everyone's fasting and everyone's living healthy and living life, right? So instead of being in the sanitarium, at first they got an apartment— right next to uh, the office building, and they started doing the treatment from that apartment. Eventually, they moved to a cabin in Ulala, okay? And they had their own separate cabins, the two girls, and they were undergoing the treatment there. So this is basically her rates, $60 per patient per month. Now, this is in 1911, mm-hmm. okay? That, that includes one daily office visit, and you, you have to buy your own food, but obviously it's not a lot. You're buying yeah. like two tomatoes a month, right? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> <I> d-
2: <laughs> uh, that's depressing. That, that I, is something that I can afford.
0: So, I, I mean, yeah. again,
2: pros of this diet, weight a- loss and cheap. So far. A-
0: additional charges would be ensued for more consultations with the doctor. There are also daily enemas and osteoporosis. Mm. Is that um, something
1: that goes up your butt? No, yeah.
0: enemas, like they clean your boot hole out. Yeah. yeah.
1: Almost from the first week at Buena Vista, something seemed amiss. Even though neither sister had fainted once in their lives, fainting became so common around the Buena Vista that neither seemed to give it a second thought. Dora heard her sister fall to the floor in the kitchen one afternoon, but she didn't feel well enough to get up to look after her.
0: Now, this is going on the first week, they're already fainting. And, and keep in mind, they weren't even fat to begin with. They didn't even need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to lose weight. They don't weight.
2: even have a lot of body fat stored. Exactly. But I so, thought they were going because of the uterus issue.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're actually going to fix some other ailments in their body. Okay? But there was no consultation, no questionnaire, no exam, nothing. This it is was a
1: one-size-fits-all. One-size-fits-all.
0: Okay, it's going to be really hard to convey this in this story, but the amount of respect that these two sisters had for this doctor and the belief, okay, it's kind of like, you know, Tony Robbins? Mm-hmm. If you were to, like, go and talk to him for a, if you were to go spend a week with him, everything that guy would say would be gospel. Right. He could say— Because you're spending a shit ton yeah, of money with him. He could say, listen, if you want to achieve— wealth and happiness you need to eat this white dog poop <laughs> you need to eat this white you need to eat this white dog poop that um is that is on my golf course that my actually, private golf course right now that actually sounds disgusting you know what i'm saying but you would because I don't you don't know, know. He, he would say you need to eat his white dog poop because it will bring you positive thoughts, and you'll be able to manifest anything you want in life. I don't if, think if you this could pay me poop, enough to eat dog
2: this poop. This dog
0: poop is sacred. This golf course of mine was actually on sacred Indian burial ground, and the dog poop is now blessed. First of all— If you eat this dog poop, you will live the life you've always dreamed of. You probably would do it.
2: Yeah. No, 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 because so, first of all, nothing would make me want to do anything on an Indian burial ground. Living up in Massachusetts, knowing about the history of the Indians, you know, you don't F with that. Number two, no dog poop for me. But the principle of it, you're going to literally eat their shit.
0: You're going to eat their shit because they're giving the shit and they make a lot of money with giving the shit.
1: Look how much better I am. Dora said one time as she stood up to walk to greet Webb. I can walk. I can walk. The instant she stepped forward in her joy of getting better, she keeled over and fell flatly
2: against the hardwood floor.
0: That's
2: terrible. But <laughs> It's terrible, but it's kind of funny. I can walk. No, I can't.
0: If his story was nowadays, it'd be pretty heartbreaking. I mean, these yeah. guys would be dead anyway. But now let me talk about the internal baths, which, you know, I do these, but not quite as much. So basically you drink about six quarts of warm water a day.
1: Isn't that terrible for your system? If you like, I know being dehydrated is bad, but isn't being overhydrated? Really well, she's bad? not really
0: a doctor. Let's keep that in mind. But also, so,
2: like, isn't it not? You good can die to, from that. Isn't it not good to take in something that's the same temperature or greater than your internal body? Temperature? This
0: is all pseudoscience bullshit. Know. Keep all right. Not only that, but you would. There was this bathtub, and here's how I'm picturing it: the best way they described it. It's like you have this bathtub, like it's a Victorian looking bathtub, right? Like yeah, in the 1900s. Like a clawfoot tub. And then over on top of the bathtub, like above, not touching the bathtub, is like a a mesh hammock mm-hmm. that you can sit on that's not touching the bathtub. Okay. Then you sit on your side and you basically spread your booty hole and they put that enema tube and so <laughs> The warm water goes into your butthole, and then it drains into the bathtub. That's basically the setup they had. (laughs) No! No.
1: (laughs) That was the setup they were using. There's not enough tequila to be had for that.
0: Okay, the first day, this was part of the treatment. Okay, this had to be done. So not only are you not eating, but you're getting enemas. And the first day, the enema was not bad. It was like 15 minutes. It actually felt good. But then every day, the enema time would increase. First, it went to 30 minutes. Oh, my God. Then it went to an hour, sometimes two or three hours. And on some occasions, it was the entire day.
2: Yeah, my d- my butthole's tightly. Right now <sighs> Wait, hang on. Right now. Okay,
1: so an enema. I know you talked about this in your other podcast, Quackery, a little bit.
2: No, Do, no, you, pu- you talked about
1: blowing smoke up your
0: ass. Are you pushing my other podcast?
1: No, I'm just saying. Like, so is an so an enema because I only knew what I first heard of an enema when we saw that thing on the Strange Addictions when they were they were talking about coffee enemas. That's just gross. So they stick a tube up like your boofing. butt yeah.
0: and they just basically and it they just put shoots water up there and cleans out the fecal it's matter it's like
2: doing a it's like doing a detox cleanse in reverse but like <laughs> skipping the ingesting part of
0: it you just you know how your intestine goes ar- yeah, they say if so you stretch just your intestine out it out. can like go around the moon or some shit well I don't think yeah that's it's like <laughs> <laughs> no, nope,
2: doesn't uh, stop. Right. It's like a mile or something. Or but no, a mile. Well, no, it like?
0: could go around the earth like three times. No, yeah, it can't not stretch it no. out. But the, the cells, it just in a line. Yeah, it can. Okay, I, whatever. I'm I read science, but if you put if you, that has fecal matter in it and it gets stuck in there, so they take a, 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 tube. a tube with hot water that shoots out and get all the fecal matter out. That's how it works. And so they do, put do, it in a bathtub. No, the bathtub is just so it doesn't go all over the floor.
2: Wouldn't they want to put the other end on the Here, toilet? Here,
0: read that damn thing, Nicole. If you want to know more about do it. I have a question. Do
2: cleanse like do detox cleanses really work? Do they help you lose weight? Um, yes, it does work, but it will help you clear your
1: your colon out too.
0: Can we get IHOP after this, babe? I want some fucking pancakes. Oh my God,
1: I'd be down actually after that. Canvas yardage was stretched over the rim of the bathtub in a hammock, which <laughs> <laughs> which allowed the sisters to continue even when supporting their own weight. Knee-chest style was too difficult. But, okay, did I explain it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you guys got the picture from what I got? <laughs> oh, shit. I probably should shout out this book that we're reading. Guys, tonight, go talkmore.com to get the uh, link to the book. We're reading a book called Starvation Heights. By Greg Olson, he's a pretty famous uh, writer of true crime. This is actually uh, Doctor Hazard right there, very pretty lady right there.
2: Uh, no, eh.
0: she was a looker.
2: And there, she's not no. terrible.
0: She was probably she was pretty hot in her young pictures. Let me show you. Anyway, this is called Starvation Heights. We're reading uh, from the book there it's by Greg Olson. He's written a couple of them. I know I've read one of his books. I don't know which one. At this point in my life, all these authors authors just kind of go in this big bowl of stew, and it doesn't really matter anyway. And then you
2: strain it and then feed it to your captives once a day? Yeah. Yeah. With an orange.
0: A little quote here from Dr. Lyndard Burfield Hazard. Quote, overeating is the vice of the whole human race. Mm.
1: So you could say that again. Yeah. As we plan our Isle trip, you know, I, I
0: as as the more I read this book, I know. The, here's the a problem it, you're that you're here's the thing that you guys are going to see with this. This lady is a serial killer, okay? Hmm. And I'm a, I'm gonna portray that oh, to you.
1: Interesting. Oh, now we're crossing that line. She's not doing this <laughs> just because she wants to help people. She's doing this to murder people. Now, I'm saying
0: she is a serial killer.
1: Okay. Oh, but does she like want to kill people or does she try to help people?
0: I don't know, because I really do believe that she thinks this is the cure all. Here's my like, thing. I I think she's very convinced in her own head that this is the thing, and a lot of times it works. I have a lot of testimonials here from actual patients that survived that you know had gout and they had, you know, inflamed arteries or like they had bowel issues and they're completely cured
2: well yeah if you have bowel issues and then you don't eat you're obviously not no but after the
0: 30 days they go back to eating and then they're cured of their ailment that they had so i can definitely see the appeal like I'm, i'm it's one of those controversial things where some people just achieve like great results right and some people just die <laughs>
2: is, the, is, her, is the plan laid despectrum. out in the book anywhere? I'm asking for a friend. What? What's
0: the diet plan? Yeah, what well, we diet just read You've got the fucking all... diet plan. I told you the book is on talkingmore.com. Go there and download it. So it's that's, fucking free So it's
2: in the, the yeah, diet yeah, plan It's in the book. Alright, well you I'll have,
0: tell my friend yeah, about what it. What Nicole read is basically I can tell you what the diet is. Basically just don't fucking eat anything and if you, all you eat the is The occasional broth. orange
1: and the occasional oh, no, broth that,
0: No, that was one of the first patients the the Dora, they're eating nothing but broth. And the broth is double strained. All right, anyway, let, let me let me get on with this. All right, this is a random patient. Go ahead, Nicole, read that. One
1: case she frequently recalled was that of Mrs. J.B. Bennett Barnett, a sixty-five-year-old woman from Kansas City, Missouri. In many ways, it was typical of the doctor's medical epics. Mrs. Barnett had never been well, suffering from chronic constipation and aggravated bilious attacks. Until she undertook the fasting treatment, she was afflicted with an unshakable and debilitating melancholia, resulting in mild suicidal tendencies. She had been a burden to her family for years. The doctor outlined the treatment. On arrival, the two-meal regimen was immediately begun on the strictly vegetarian basis that the treatment is based upon, and, by the way, the patient had been an enormous meat-eater. After a week of this, one meal was dropped, and the daily repast fixed at the regular 6 o'clock hour of my family. She began to also have the foulest discharges from the bowels, and each enema brought away quantities of old fecal matter with quantities of bile, blackish, in color. That doesn't sound healthy at all. Well, she may have been clogged up there if she had constipation issues. Hunger manifested itself about the 43rd day, and the tongue showed clean on the 44th. But we waited until the morning of the 46th before feeding a small bowl of diluted bean broth, which tasted like the nectar to a system renewed, as it seemed to her own people, miraculously. She's 46 cured. 46
0: days? She's cured of all of her ailments. And you, you see where it says um, the tongue... So hunger manifested, and the tongue showed clean. So this doctor, uh, Doctor Linda Hazard, believed that the tongue would actually show the disease. It was kind of like the window to the disease. So if you didn't have a clean tongue, your your body was diseased and poisoned in some way. So basically, here I got the perfect. Uh, you're uh, like, way.
1: is Team John? Well, Let's go no, no, no. try this. No, diet. no.
0: I have the no, perfect. let Team Jen. I have the perfect way to describe. Her psychology right now, as far as the medical treatments, okay, there's poison in everyone's body from eating meat, from eating all this bullshit humans shouldn't eat. The poison has built up over years and years and years and years and years. The only way to get rid of that poison is to fast. Your body will naturally excrete it all if there's nothing in your system at all. That was what she believed and that it worked in a lot of cases, She has a lot of success stories, okay? When she does go to prison, because she does, she had a lot of backers that were like, dude, we support you and all this stuff, and we'll get to that. But some people really believed in this shit. I mean, so I don't know, man. This isn't the Team John thing, because, I mean, obviously you'll see why here in a second, but these two sisters really were needing help. Now, we're going on week two now, and they are fainting all over the place i
1: am hungry for them
0: and they're not even all right uh, once she does get her sanitarium and at first it was cabins but in the town people would describe it as walking zombies because they (laughs) would have to go to the store
1: i bet it fucking looked like it they're like eyes are probably their eyes are yeah their
0: eye their eyes are sunken in they're complete skin and bones, and they're walking very slow, sometimes crawling to the grocery store. Oh my gosh! Because they don't have the energy. Week? So anyway, uh, Doctor Hazard actually assigned a nurse to the sisters because they requested it. Because they, you know, they're sucking; they can't even do anything. I mean, they have no energy. Like, your body doesn't work if you don't have any energy. So, this nurse, the first one we're talking about, Nurse Sherman, she actually began to take on the project. Now, she didn't want to take it on because she's the private nurse, but she knows how to fix them, Mm. a.k.a. give them something to fucking eat. But now, she's like nursing them to death, almost. Right? So...
1: "'We know of no other. Dr. Hazard said you would come. Please.' Nurse Sherman very reluctantly agreed. She would call on them, but not for any length of time. "'Come at once. Please.' Dora used both hands to lift the telephone receiver back to its hook on the wall. It weighed less than a pair of coddled eggs, yet it seemed beyond her strength. Her bony hands cut a shard of metal from the hook and she started to bleed. Blood polka-dotted the floor.' Oh, look at the dreadful mess I've made. Dr. Hazard shall be completely disappointed in me, she told her sister.
0: Now, they're living in the Buena Vista apartments because the sanitarium's not built yet. The neighbors are starting to complain because they're hearing... People
1: are shitting everywhere.
0: They're hearing these moans and groans. Let me go ahead and break the tension right now. Dora actually survives this whole mess. But do you want me to show you what she was going through? You have pictures? I have we have one picture of her. This is when she was rescued from Dr. Linda Hazard. This is what she looked like. Let me show you her before picture again. Okay. That's her before picture right there. That's Dora. Mm -hmm. You see her? Very skinny already. Okay, now I'll put this side by side and see if you notice a difference.
2: Holy shit! She's like a freaking mummy. She already looks deceased.
0: Yeah. She...
2: <laughs> oh my god,
1: oh, she legit looks like a skeleton. How much do you think she
0: weighs right there?
1: Eighty five pounds,
0: <laughs> seventy two pounds. When they got her from the uh, cabins and and basically rescued her, she was fifty pounds. <gasps> <laughs> 50. Pounds. Oh my God. And how tall was she? <laughs> She's 50 pounds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, wow, that's a lot to carry that's around like, down there. That's like the
0: size of her dog. Hubble is fifty pounds.
2: Hubble is not even.
1: Not like, even. Stella's fifty pounds. Oh, well,
0: yeah, fifty pounds. That, that woman is... weighs fifty fucking pounds. Oh my
2: god, she. she is... literally looks like a corpse.
0: So yeah. that is what yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell you guys. Like w- that that's going to help you when I'm when you're reading this stuff. Oh
1: my god. It, <laughs> I, can't I mean, it do- it looks, you're right, Jen, it looks like the fucking M- Mummy movie. No, not even the Mummy movie. She looks
0: like the Crypt Keeper.
1: Yes, from Tales from the Crypt.
0: <laughs> okay, so now you guys got a good idea of what we're dealing with. Shit.
1: How is she alive at 50 pounds? I mean, I'm the last weighed 50 pounds when I was in s- first grade.
0: Like, Oh, what? hell yeah, you haven't yeah. weighed that in a while. I
2: think I weighed 50 pounds when I was like six months, and that was the last <laughs> time I weighed 50 pounds. The change in sister's physical appearance
1: was so sudden, it jarred a number of the residents at the Buena Vista. Claire and Dora's weight had dropped shockingly so. Mrs. Fields estimated that, though clothing obscured their figures somewhat, Dora likely weighed about 100 pounds and her sister Claire, slightly more robust.
0: Now, now, this is before, excuse me, this is before, this isn't a 50 pound girl. This is three weeks in.
1: Weighed in the low 120s. As the days and weeks passed, they shed their weight pound by pound, day after day, and began to take on a hideous appearance. Mrs. Fields began to avoid them. Deep, dark lines etched the area around their mouths. Their roomy eyes were hollow and underscored with a dark smudge of skin. Their hands were bony, knuckles raising up the skin like rows of four tiny tentpoles.
0: The treatment, what does it cure? Cancer, toothache psoriasis heart trouble tuberculosis epilepsy insanity which means women hysteria they still haven't found it's a cure for that
1: vibrators were the cure for that
0: <laughs> no bread at all oh, do not well, eat bread i'm out go ahead nicole read that
1: breads made from yeast are tabooed entirely and only cornbread unraised may occupy their place
2: i like cornbread me too but i don't like savory cornbread Like, you know, like the sweeter cornbread, you know? A fresh foundation is there to work upon, a
1: new and thoroughly cleansed body ready to take up its labors and with proper hygienic and dietetic care to carry them on indefinitely.
0: Okay, but you can eat a shit ton of broth. Well, actually, about two spoonfuls a day. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> this fast calls for a cup of this Broth twice a day later we will vary The stock to include an asparagus Broth and some orange juice will be Allowed in the mornings uh, an Asparagus, asparagus broth. broth sounds fucking Terrible <laughs> in my mind that Sounds and smells like the pee That, yeah. that your Pee becomes now I like asparagus, asparagus though
0: Now she believed and I really Think she believes this Like I'm not conveying it right, but she is diehard on this diet. Oh, not this diet, but this cure for everything. Fucking everything. This is the perfect
1: time to be doing this story. New year.
0: New new me. JK. So um, she believes that rest. if you rest the digestive system and allow the, quote, impurities to pass out of the body, this, quote, natural cleaning process would strengthen the body.
2: I mean, I can see where she's coming from,
0: but... Okay, don't eat meat. Meat, quote, meat eaters are foolish, disgusting, and suicidal, exclamation point in her book. Do not eat meat. She calls him the sufferer of the taste of the beast. Okay, if you want to read this, you do have to exercise a little bit if you want to read that. Your bodies are full of poison, she
1: explained. You need to walk it out. No matter how difficult it may be, as the fast continues, you must persevere and walk. Walk, walk, walk. Now walk it out. Now
2: walk it out. Now walk it out. Now walk it out.
0: This is from the book. Quote, the wall supporting the uterus would strengthen. The irritated stomach would be soothed. Its lining smooth and fresh and strength overall would take the place of weakness. Sign me up, baby. I'm ready to go for this.
2: I wonder how long we we should try this and see how long we can last. Nope. We probably one of
1: us would probably end up dead as in we'd murder one of the other.
2: I mean, I'm never home, so
1: you guys so have So John with
2: that. and I do not have a good chance. You guys have fun with that.
1: She became so weak she could hardly even walk, even with Miss Sherman's assistance. She would assist herself by placing her hand against the wall. She had to pass my door unless she went down a flight of stairs and come up another way, and she would have to put her hand against the wall as a child walking. And the last time I saw her in the hall, it was very distressing to me to talk to her. She was so thin.
0: Now, the whole time as she's wasting away, Dr. Linda Hazard's coming up to her and says, This is what she said. Quote, your tongue is not clean. You are not clean. You are not fit to take food yet. Your tongue will have to be clean and your breath must be sweet.
2: Oh, my God. At that point, I would literally be scrubbing my tongue, I think. I know.
0: Yeah, but they don't have any energy to scrub their tongue. Now, at this point, now we're in week three. Going on week four, Claire was not even eating anymore because as you're going to find out. You just don't have the energy. You don't have that? the energy to eat. And not only that, oh, your, body, a sad day. your body doesn't know how to accept it anymore. Oh, it doesn't know yeah. how to accept food. You just can't go from starving yourself for 30 something days to eating a fucking cheeseburger at five. Or it's guys. like
1: when you stop eating a certain kinds of food. If you start yeah. eating it, man, it really
0: does like your body so would well. kill you if you did yeah. that. At this time, Dora was only being fed one tablespoon full of orange juice, and she was getting it every hour. A tablespoon, is that the big one or small one? Big one. That's the big one?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, it's like teaspoon, big
0: one. Which one's the teaspoon? teaspoon big one?
1: Teaspoon is teeny. Teaspoon is like this big.
0: Okay, so tablespoon is the bigger yeah, one.
2: Yeah, I usually tablespoon remember like it because big. teaspoon right. is a shorter word than table.
0: Okay, so the teaspoon, or ta- she was getting a tablespoon of orange juice every hour, which is not bad. Was but- there Pulp? I was fucking the, nothing. The whole time she is just—I mean, because what do you do? You just sit on and your also bed. Also, all she's consuming is sugar, and she goes in and out of consciousness the whole time. Hmm. This is what Claire says to the nurse taking care of her, because the nurse at the time was like, "Fuck, I don't even want to do this. You've, you're killing yourself here." And but they're so hypnotized by Doctor Hazard's aura. And her expertise, because she was a very commanding woman. You know, she was very uh, motivated. She was, uh, what's the, how do you describe me? Like very, um, how do you describe you know, you? Charisma, stuff like that. She was, <laughs> you know, she could get anyone to do anything.
1: Um, you're a wooer. You yeah. win people over. Yeah, convincing. After the nurse left, Miss Corrigan asked Claire why she wasn't taking nourishment. It causes me distress about now, though it will pass, she said. Her eyes were tired and glassy. The poison is still in my system. I simply can't
0: tolerate food. If you know the doctor is trying to do well, she shouldn't. I mean, so she kills a few people. She shouldn't be in prison. Nope. It's like that guy from
1: The Secret. You go to jail for manslaughter.
0: All right. Well, let's let's um, throw a little wrench in this scenario here. Bring it. This is what um, Doctor Hazard. This is the first time she uh, talks to Claire. Now Claire's the oldest sister, so she has control over the younger sister, and she kind of makes the decisions. So Doctor Hazard goes to talk to her. This is in week four when she can barely even know she's on planet Earth.
1: I know it must be difficult to handle your affairs in a strange city in a strange country. Indeed it is, Claire answered one afternoon as she languished like a damp rag doll in her bed. You must never talk of business with your sister, the fasting specialist would say. It would be good for you to consider such matters at this time, Dr. Hazard said. Is there anyone in your family, any relations, who have authority over you? The sister said no we have managed our affairs ourselves no one no my sister and i have been alone for so long we have just managed we have managed just beautifully dora said the fasting specialist continued her work when the coming days she made other requests of the williamsons i would like to store your valuables she told them one evening i have a safe in my office i could care for them while you get well
0: now they're re- they're wealthy these two girls are wealthy Okay.
1: This reminds me of that other documentary that we watched.
0: You're going to, that that guardianship one? Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're going to really see that here in a minute. Holy okay. shit. It goes on to say after the third request, now she's going to talk to these ladies when they're literally skin and bones on their deathbed. The doctor finally suggests, and, um, dora actually gave in so she goes to the younger sister and the younger sister dora says it might be a good thing to have my valuables in a safe and then the doctor says oh and don't forget those rings that (laughs) that you know the rings that you brought with you She
1: slipped the diamonds off dora williamson's thin fingers and smiled sweetly any land deeds dear yes dora told her i have deeds to land in vancouver very well, I'll secure those as well. I'll store the lot in my office safe for a few days before I can take them to the bank.
0: All right, so I'm thinking we're going to end it right there tonight because the last episode was two hours long and I got yelled at from, from multiple people about how long it was. Now, this episode is still going to be two hours long. It's just going to be in two parts, but I'm going to end it there. Next episode, please stay tuned. We're going to be talking about some of the murders. If you want to call them, that, basically the gruesome details from newspaper articles and uh, journal entries and eyewitness accounts of what some of these people went through before they ended up starving to death. And it's very, very gruesome. So look forward to that episode. We're also going to talk about how Claire ends up dying and what happened to her body is so atrocious, you will not even believe it. Basically, to give you a little hint, Linda Hazard was doing her own autopsies and is very strongly believed that the body that was shown as player's body was not even hers. So where the hell did her body go? Anyway, we're going to explore that question on the next episode, so please stay tuned. Um, I just want to say thank you guys so much for all the support you've given us. Thank you for all the reviews that are coming in. Thank you for buying all the tickets to our live shows. Um, we, we put our whole life into this, and... And, and we, the support is so amazing. And if, if you want to support our podcast and become a talk host primo, um, you know how to do it. It's a slash join. So, um, like I said, I'm going to end it here tonight. If you enjoy this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you use. If you like this story, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you're absolutely obsessed with this podcast and want to become our stalker, go to talkmer.com slash join, become a taco supremo, get a badass t-shirt, sticker swag, a lot of love, shout it out all over the place. Tell me what story you want me to do. I'll research it, dedicated to you on the Talk Murder Me podcast. My name is John, here we Jen and Nicole. And until next time... Good night, you lovely, lovely people.
2: Oh, my God. Could you imagine being elderly now?
0: Actually, I could. My back. My back.
2: I've fallen and I can't get up. I'm decrepit. I have this weird bruise on my leg that I don't know where it came from. Me, too. I'm so glad
1: it's on a Saturday night, Mm. too. I think it's be a lot of fun. The whole place to ourselves. I think
0: <sighs> that is if I pick a story, might you show have up you and have not have one. shit. Y'all gonna have to entertain people. I can, I do, can that. do that. Yeah, whatever. I have to do it.
2: <laughs> we got it.